Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first going in raw hey brendo steve here hey Lars. and welcome back to going in raw the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash steven larson available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live at the twitch at twitch.tv forward slash steve and larson uh of course yesterday we talked about uh scott hall and right when we were about to go off the air, uh, it was announced by Dave Meltzer, it was tweeted out by Dave Meltzer, that Scott Hall had been taken off life support. Uh, and uh, and he, it was like four hours, and he was still, uh, he was still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night at around 5 p.m. Pacific, it got out that uh, he had indeed passed. Uh, last night, of course, WWE ran a really lovely video package. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not do, I assume because of the timing of this, they'll probably end up doing like a 10 bell salute on SmackDown. I would imagine yeah, with the roster like that, on the that, stage. That would be possible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, uh, but yeah, you know, we, we talked pretty extensively about his impact on us on wrestling mm-hmm. on yesterday's show. So we encourage you to check that out yes, please. Um, for more on that. But uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Yeah, rest in peace. Just a, a massive loss for the wrestling world. Absolutely. Speaking of Scott Hall, um, so every week we do for uh, patrons, we do the Numbers Don't Lie, which is our uh, Going In Raw math show, 
where we take our formula and we and we and we talk about you know on a scale of one to ten various aspects of a wrestler. And this week we're taking a pause from the usual way of deciding who we put under the spotlight. And this week uh, we're doing Scott Hall. Everybody can vote. Patrons and Twitch uh, subs and YouTube channel members can watch the show, but everybody can vote on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can uh, uh, either join us here on the Twitch and get the link here. I'll post the link on our Twitter a little bit later on. Um, it's actually public also at our YouTube channel right now on the community thread, uh, the community tab there. You can you can get the link there as well. So uh, be sure to, to get those votes in for that. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll do that. Let's talk about Cody Rhodes again, Larson. Oh, I mean, it seems to be a daily thing at this juncture that we discuss Cody. Is he a WB? Is he when, not? When's the last time there was a subject that we talked about ad nauseum for? I know, like, when pandemic started, it was like, is WrestleMania, WrestleMania going to be canceled? canceled? I think that was when, from March 12th until, uh, you know. The day WrestleMania happened, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably when the, 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 the rumors started getting out that Punk was coming back. That probably dominated our conversation quite a bit. But I don't know. It's been a while since for like a month straight, pretty much, we've had one topic dominate so many shows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been a month exactly now that since Cody left AEW. Still yeah. no sign of him anywhere yeah. in the Where wrestling sphere. Including on last night's Raw. Shows in mm-hmm. Jacksonville. Of course, Jacksonville, home of AEW. Cody wasn't there. It would have made sense after Seth lost main event for uh, for Cody's theme to play. Adrenaline in his soul. Cody's finally on Raw. And said, mm-hmm. all right, Seth, I'll be your opponent at WrestleMania. We got people talking. Yeah. yeah. I know someone here in chat said next week Raw's going to be in Chicago. Maybe mm-hmm. they're going to wait for Chicago. I, at this juncture, I'm pessimistic that he's going to show up I- I- at all. Uh, mm-hmm. However, Dave Melser is insisting that Cody is, in fact, on his way to WB, saying in last night's Ref- Wrestling Observer Radio, quote, the impression is that Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins is the WrestleMania match. He's coming. That's it. He's coming. Mm. He's wrestling Seth at WrestleMania unless something changes, and I sure watched last night's Raw not thinking anything's changed. So they threw a bunch of references to Cody uh, throughout the show, uh, especially after Seth lost, they said something like his WrestleMania dreams have been dashed. They said something Good like being a Lord. nightmare. That's that's the level. That's the extent that I paid attention because I missed all those. I I did. I paid attention to Kevin Owens using a bunch of Razor Ramon yeah. and Scott Hall phrases. Yeah. So at least I was kind of paying attention. Yeah. But they did. They did that. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Oh, at the end. So specifically, like during, after during Seth the main... lost, they uh, yeah, oh, okay. they specifically said. Seth okay. Rollins' WrestleMania dreams are seemingly dashed now. Of course, okay. you can say, "Oh, reference to Dash and Cody Rhodes," but at the same time, when someone's dreams don't come true, I think it's or don't come to pass. You think, "Okay, this person's plans have not come to fruition; therefore, their hopes have been yeah dashed." dashed. Okay, but hold on a second. You just said that they did a bunch of references, and then I read somewhere that something someone said something about a nightmare, nightmare in relation to Seth Rollins. Yeah, if I mean, if if there was more than two, if there was a third one, that's happening. If look, here's the thing: they at this point they know. At this point they know, they totally know. I mean, you can argue that, you know, having Seth reach his absolute lowest, he comes up with this idea to turn on his friend and say, "Hey, look, let's that the old what a piece of crap he was last night." His friend has this inspired idea, and then he wants to take it. 
And then when his friend says, no, it's my idea. Austin's coming for me. I set this up. He's like, I'll fight you for it. What? Yeah. And then Sonya Deville comes out and says, yeah, go ahead and do it in the main event. <gasps> what? Yeah. And so Seth has lost everything. Or, I mean, I know he could have come out at the end and said, I'm your guy. But then Seth has redemption. Then he's like, oh, I got it fell in my lap. No, I kind of like, you know, I don't I don't mind. I don't mind the story of Seth having to, you know, be at the the very bottom of the barrel in order for Cody to to show up. And on top of that, you know, WWE sort of milking it with the fans. Of course, we're going to keep on tuning in. It's just smart ratings business to do that. Um, but, you know, in the event that Cody decides he doesn't want to go to WWE, which it still seems like a possibility. Uh, they set themselves up for potentially doing Seth and Kevin Owens night two at WrestleMania if they wanted to as well. Because you could have the KO show happen. Seth tries to get involved somehow. Further antagonizing Kevin Owens. You say, that's it. We're, no, we're, not, we're not friends anymore. I want to fight you. And we'll do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you can still get your, your Stone Cold Kevin Owens brawl in. You can get it all. It's there. You could do that as a backup plan. Yeah, no, you could totally do that. I mean, that that's a, that's a possibility. I mean, Seth Rollins, you know, he's not going to be off WrestleMania. He's nope. got a whole he got a story that involved the main event at Raw. Of course, he's going to be at WrestleMania, and that's a possibility. But you know, I, I would think that I don't know. That's kind of lame. If 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 they're not gonna if they're not if if they're just doing that as a backup, I don't know. It it kind of feels like I mean, look, I I've I've often felt that. Uh, look, Dave Meltzer is not perfect. He, he's got, you know, not a great track record these days. But as it pertains to AEW and Cody and stuff, I kind of believe what that guy's what that guy's talking about. I mean, he's been right on Cody a lot. I think the one thing that he was wrong on, I still feel like he was probably right in the moment uh, recently, and that was when he said the only reason Cody hasn't re-signed with AEW is because he hasn't been on, he hasn't been back to TV to sign the deal. But a lot of people claim that that was a done. Even Tony Khan was like, "Yeah, I kind of thought it was a done deal mm-hmm. at the time." Um, and maybe even Cody felt, "Hey, by the time I get there, we'll negotiate some more." And Dave Meltzer, it was a very specific thing that Dave Meltzer said back then that makes me think, "Yeah, of course he's plugged into Cody. He's plugged into all those AEW guys." Yeah. Um, uh, so if Dave says it with such certainty, I don't know. I kind of feel like a deal might have been signed to this. Floppy point. here says they said Seth's vision has turned into a nightmare. Okay, okay. And, you know, another thing, though, is that Damian Priest did do the crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that last week he didn't, or two weeks ago, when, when he did the last couple of matches, he hadn't done Are they the going to let Cody use either a vertebraker or a... Uh, uh, J driller for his finish could be that could be probably I guarantee you it's not gonna be the vertebra vertebraker they're not gonna let him oh, use that as his finish I hate that move that's the worst move that's that's up there it's I don't know what I hate more that or the unprettier the unprettier is just such a stupid move but the vertebraker oh, god damn that just freaks me out every time mm-hmm. vertebraker Alabama slam unprettier I think that's my that's my top three of moves that I well hate. two what of are you, your top two of them you don't like because they look like they suck to take the other one you just don't like. The other one, it's just ugly. Yeah. It's so ugly. What are your top three worst moves? Uh, Alabama Slam does suck. That looks like that yeah, sucks. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
uh, and, uh, by all accounts, apparently the last ride sucks to take. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Anything where it's kind of guaranteed that the back of your head is going to smash into the mat. Yeah. Seems like yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Top rope Spanish fly. Because yeah. too often they get up there and they're doing this. <laughs> they're yeah. wiggling around. Struggling, yeah. yeah. And, and then it's footy. like, oh, we just got to do it. <laughs> yeah. How many times are they, we just got to do it. And yep. then they do it. And it, it, yeah, that's fine. It. But, you know, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. So I don't know. I mean, I'm at the point now where if Cody, I'll, I'll believe Cody goes to WWE when he actually shows up. Yeah, me too. But the Meltzer stuff does give me a little bit of faith. It does. For me, anyways. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, yeah, otherwise Raw, I don't know, was Raw good last night? It was, I watched it, it. It, was like a, <laughs> it was like a marshmallow. Oh, great. Awesome. Where some of it, yeah, maybe somewhat appetizing, but it was largely empty i felt like because there was so much filler so many recaps that what a fascinating analogy that was where so i usually start watching raw around 8 30 8 40 talk to me about your marshmallow eating habits <laughs> i don't eat marshmallows at all in fact i don't really care for marshmallows they're too sweet for me in my old age they're what too, su- they're too what? sweet too sweet in my old age i don't eat them anymore um but they're mostly air that's why I made they're, the analogy. Wonderful, gooey, sugary air, though. Um, so there is. So usually I start watching Raw about eight thirty, eight forty, and usually I'm up to real time around ten o'clock. You know, because usually there's a lot of promos I got to write. Sometimes I have to stop and write, and so on and so forth. Last night I got up to date to around nine twenty, nine twenty-five, because mm-hmm. there's so many recaps. All right, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Yeah. So then I, you know, I watched till about ten. And so the last forty minutes, I had to watch. Real time, commercials and all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which doesn't improve the viewing experience. That being said, it wasn't a bad show. In fact, based on how I ingest raw, uh, a raw with a lot of recaps, isn't that bad because I can just fast forward through all those. Mm-hmm. So those yeah. I don't mind. Yeah, I mean a couple things. Yeah, it was it was very recap heavy. I, I watched it. Uh, a lot of it this morning on the USA app, and apparently they take out commercials like a Hulu version, but without taking other stuff out. Without truncating the actual show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I watched, and yeah, it was very recap heavy. So it let's talk about this. recap heavy. Let's talk about uh, Blue Edge. So uh, we got a little bit of Blue Edge last week. It's when Blue Edge made his debut, but then they had the little tease. And rather than getting like a render of Edge... 
you know, with the suit without the blue light. <laughs> they use yeah. Blue Edge. Like they yeah, just took blue, he's they, blue edge they now. took a still from last week and just crop you know they 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 took the background out select subject yeah, yeah. you know put the alpha channel behind them so they can use them mm-hmm. for an overlay yeah right but they kept blue edge and when you sent me yeah. the picture of that I'm like what is that like amorphous purple mask <laughs> the bottom of the screen oh that's edge because it was blown you know you took a picture off your TV is a little blown out yeah and then when I watched it, I was like this is not flattering at all <laughs> he's blue edge he's, he's bledge I know he's blue edge now yeah but. You know, last week he was talking about the genesis of Blue Edge and how AJ like unlocked something in his brain and now he's operating at a higher level, so on and so yeah. forth. And I, like last week, I was like, "This is kind of a sure hats off. You're trying something different, but it's largely unnecessary because people just want to see Edge and AJ have a really good match, and it'd, it'd be made better if they, it was made a bit more personal." Yeah. Um, and so he comes out and pretty much just drops a standard heel promo with some like uh, I don't know longer words in it yeah you know yeah. but otherwise it's, it's a pretty formulaic you know i don't need the fans uh I, i'm better than all of you i'm the better best thing in this industry and it's just not connecting i know he has a new theme where they took yeah. out the you think you know me that he's been using for like 30 years yeah. to him saying you think you know me or you thought you did wow. and it's a new song by the same band like this, give me a bridge. good personal feud between AJ and and Edge, and I don't need a fresh coat of paint. It's not working for me, at dude, least, dude. Yeah, man. No, it's it's so it's okay. So as a shoot, it's cheesy as fuck. It is. It is. That being said, I am always in favor of a fresh coat of paint, even one as electric blue. There's a guy you and I both knew in high school. <laughs> who has a house not far from my parents. Mm, mm-hmm. That dude painted his house the most blue I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Yeah. You try, you can see this house from like 100 yards down you the street. You could probably see it from space. Yeah. And I remember driving by one day while he was painting this thing, and I looked out, and I was like, man, you look like you blew yourself. Because <laughs> he, he looked like Tobias. Yeah. Um. I'm okay. Like, dude, I'm looking at your notes right. I'm looking at this promo right here. Look at, listen to this first line. My synapses have been firing so fast it took me two weeks to figure out the code of what I've actually become, and that's all our capability of, uh, and and all, and that's and it's all our capability of understanding. That's cool, man. That's my synapse has been firing so this fast. Is, he's listen, man. He's this is um, this is Edge emergence. This is a new the Edge we knew previously was in a cocoon, and this is no, a this new is, this blue is, this Edge. Is, this is Edge going to the the, uh, the the VR part of Lawnmower Man. This is what this is. Yes, yes. This is what this is. But that's awesome. You don't want the slow lawnmower man guy. You want super lawnmower man. You want the guy who's unlocked his fullest potential. Man, this is fucking. This is like the the meme where it's like a brain and then a brain that's like all souped up on electrons and then there's Edge brain. That's what this is, man. See, now, this, this 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 is Edge. Tell me what this is. But then I hear what he's actually saying. You look past the verbiage. It's just a standard heel promo, though. There's nothing really new there. That's why I say it's just a fresh coat of paint. Give me something new. Give me a oh, different take on this. No, this is what o- Overhead Danger says. He's the computerized man of the 2020s. He's become the internet, Larson. He's decentralized edge. This is brilliant. He is Discord. 
I look, man. You're, what you're saying is absolutely true. It's 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 this. It's a standard you people promo, dolled up with Edge having taken some acting classes, maybe getting the itch to write a little bit. Yeah, um, you grab the, the the source. But what do I always say, man? To me, if I see any hint of effort in what you're doing, if I if if you want to put a fresh coat of paint on something, and and try to uh, 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 search for some new ground and familiar territory. Um, I'm about it because you're putting some effort into it. Uh, do I want just another personal feud between Edge and Edge? We've seen a million of those. Give me something different. Give me Edge Emergent. That's what I want to see. I'm yeah, NFT Edge exactly. Thank you. See, NFT. like if, if it was a real change beyond, it just feels like such a superficial thing. And that's why it just feels hollow to me. This feels hollow. Because oh, beyond man. the superficial changes, it's just standard heel stuff. <laughs> Blockchain Beth. It just <laughs> That's why that's why I'm not vibing with it. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. It's like, all right, this is standard stuff under a blue light. All right. So it's not it's not it's not like it's not hitting me the way like just normal Randy Orton is these days because Randy Orton looks like he's having a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's genuinely exciting to see. I get it. I hear what you're saying. I applaud the effort. I'm cool with it. Uh, other than that, like I don't know, we had some stuff set up. It looks like we know sort of what's going to be happening in the Raw tag title scene at WrestleMania. We got yeah. Street Profits well, and RK Bro, pretty much confirmed. It, it it was, but it feels like Alpha Academy is going to make that a triple threat as yeah. well. I would yeah. think, uh, given what we saw last night. Um, otherwise, I don't. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Becky, uh, Golden Becky uh, attacking Bianca. I thought did a reasonably good job of sort of upping upping those stakes. I thought mm-hmm. there was some heat behind that, but otherwise, yeah. Besides, besides, you know, the whole thing was basically the whole episode last night was built around one central thing, and I like when it does that, and that's the Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins stuff. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty decent. So, so yeah, but no, Edge, 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 man, that's that's where it's at. Edge emergent. He bet this dude better. Have like a full on like blue suit, you know, like the uh, the the green screen, the blue screen guy suit. Yeah, when he comes out and they like you don't want him. You, I mean, I, I doubt they're going to have the whole match under blue light. So should he come out like Do you that. know with the full body paint like the Blue Man Group? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to do you got to do super blue stuff, right? You think so? Like, I don't know, like like some blue. Do they have like contact lenses that are like creepy monster ones, but they're blue? I'm sure you can get them. In Dye a his hair of blue. What about the, you know, I'm basically just becoming Steve Thunder at that point for my 2K series. Let me ask you this. So it seems like he he intentionally chose blue. Blue is usually a calming color. You know, the color associated with calm, serene. Yeah, sure. Peaceful. Yeah, or quantum leaping. Or quantum leaping or futuristic stuff, yes. Mm -hmm. But Edge trying to, uh, I'm sure there is intentional choice to do blue light. Yeah. Uh, Is there some symbolism I'm missing here? Oh man, I think it's probably just a matter of uh, elimination. Red because, is brood. Red is brood edge. He's already established. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. And also, you know, like I guess the the kind of blue black light look. Mm-hmm. You know, it does look I kind of just, futuristic. I guess sometimes. Yeah, I think it just it sort of looks cool. And it, you know, if it, maybe if you're there alive, it gives you a headache. And he, he's a bad guy now. Oh so wow, he's just trying to give everybody a headache. And then yeah, blue. I guess blue is kind of somebody here points out blue is kind of AJ's color, but he uses a, a oh, variety, he uses a variety of, of colors too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't. I think you know mainly, honestly, probably because it looks cool. I don't think it's necessarily an Alistair Black situation 
where, you know, he said whenever he was doing a promo in the room, the color lights that he would choose in the background would be his next opponents. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is really cool. I think this might just be like, hey, this is cool. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. But I don't know. We could pick his brain on it. I'll call him up and say, hey, can yeah, you come yeah, call on the up, show? Call up Adam Copeland and see what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show kicked off with Kevin Owens dropping a promo in the ring. He started it with a yo. Hey yo! Uh, he says what you're looking right now. What you're looking at right now is the happiest Canadian camper in the world because I'm going to WrestleMania. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not just going to WrestleMania. I'm going to main event Mania on Saturday because my guest is the greatest of all time, Stone Cold. For a minute, it looked like all hope was lost. So I used my superior Canadian intellect and thought about what I could do. Then he got it. Why not challenge the embodiment of Texas itself? He knew Stone Cold would accept. And he says, "I'm pretty proud of myself." Because now the entire world gets to witness the most stupendous Kevin Owens show of all time, and he's going to decimate Stone Cold all over Texas. Mm-hmm. He says, Austin, I heard you loud and clear. You're coming to Mania to open one last can of whip ass on me, but that's not going to happen. Uh, the only way that's uh, the only can that's going to be opened is a cold can of Canadian beer after I'm done with you. But I don't even like beer. But I'll make an exception on that night because nobody will be saying, "Oh hell yeah!" when I'm done with you. They'll be saying, "Oh hell no." when I'm beating the hell out of you. And that's the bottom line, because KO said so. And then he hits a really great stunner on the cameraman who sold it kind of like Scott Hall sold the stunner at WrestleMania 18. Oh, he sold it great, yeah. That was awesome. Uh, Yeah, solid promo there after that. we had. I love how much Kevin Owens there is on Raw these days, how much Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins there is. The more Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins on Raw, the better. Absolutely. After that, we had Finn Balor. Versus Damian Priest. Did they dub this a championship it, contender match? No, they did not, as far as I'm aware. Okay. Uh, Austin Theory came down to ringside to chat up uh, the fellas about the Pat McAfee stuff. That's how Wrestling News Now pronounces mm. it, Pat McAfee. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more out of Austin Theory on commentary. I felt like his his improv skills in, in the moment – uh, I felt were a bit lacking. Sometimes, sometimes special guests on commentary could add so much. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe he's just uh, still a little bit young when it comes to to that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, we had Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Finn had this pretty much wrapped up. He was about to go up and hit a coup de gras mm-hmm. on uh, Damian Priest. Austin Theory uh, uh, gets up to like uh, the the apron, and of course Finn just gets way too. Way too invested. It's too distracted. Uh, too distracted. I know. And then that allows Damien to grab Finn by the throat. Finn is like, whatever, hits him with an insecurity, goes ringside. Yeah, it, it, you know, instead of finishing the match and then doing this, 
He hits Theory with a drop kick, gets back in the ring, walks right into a reckoning, so Priest gets the win here. Theory then hits the ring, hits Finn with an ATL, and takes a selfie with him. Is this still, I mean, Damian Priest got the win. This screams pre-show mania match for the U.S. title, right? Like, this has no heat behind it. They're, they're using Austin Theory against Finn Balor. It's like, well, I get the feeling that this should be Finn Balor versus Austin Theory. I know. Obviously, that's that not might be the case. The, that, but, might, that might be the case after WrestleMania. I, yeah, probably. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, they're so looking past Damian oh, Priest I here. I mean, I maybe they're going to put, if, if, if Austin Theory has a good performance there at WrestleMania, maybe they'll put that, uh, it's US entirely possible. On. It's entirely possible. What's, what do you make of that Austin Theory Pat McAfee match? Austin Theory's got to win that. You would right? think so, yeah. He's I mean, Pat's had what, two matches and lost both of them? Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, although I don't remember, I don't remember War Games who remember that, who won that one, but Adam Cole beat him the first time. Uh, then we had a Seth Rollins interview. But then uh, he's asked if he's found a way to get on the Mania card yet. Instead, he just glares at Kevin Patrick and walks off. As he walks off, you hear the crowd chanting Cody. Uh, we get Amos versus Commander Aziz. This match is pretty short, pretty darn impressive to see Amos power up Aziz for a suplex. Hits him with a choke bomb afterwards to get the win. And then Amos brings Apollo Crews into the ring, hits him with a choke slam. Uh, somebody pointed out, uh, Maggie dropped this uh, tweet here. Uh, uh, and Edge is is uh, responding to AJ's uh, tweet. Yeah, to him, and he, and 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 Edge says, "Twitter, how millennial and pedestrian of you, AJ? Alas, we are here. No, here we are. I won't use smaller words just to make you feel in your intellectual safe zone. I would also suggest staying home in the comfort of your gaming chair next Monday instead of coming to Raw." For your own gear. I won't use smaller words just to make you feel in your intellectual safe zone. Oh, I get it, yeah. He says he's not gonna he's not gonna make AJ feel comfortable by using the words of a dullard. <laughs> Emergent edge, I love it, man. The intellectual the intellectual internet. <laughs> uh, he's Wikipedia. <laughs> Kevin Owens then walks up to Seth backstage. He's asking Seth, Are you okay? He says, I know things are tough. Tough times don't last, but tough guys do. He says you can still get to WrestleMania. You just have to fo- you just have to focus your energy somewhere else and come up with something like I did. He says I'm going to Mania in the biggest way possible, but you're the visionary. I'm no visionary. You're the visionary. Let's try to get the vision. Think of all the Mania moments you've had. You've you've created. He lists a bunch of them off. He said uh, we didn't create a Mania moment. Mentions that he did beat Seth at WrestleMania. He says maybe we could do it all over again. Let's think. Outside the box, and then Seth goes, and then he walks off. He's got a great idea. Uh, idea. Just rewind real quick because I was looking at that Edge uh, tweet. How impressive was that suplex that I'm on? It was pretty impressive that he hit on Aziz. That was something else, huh? That was pretty impressive. It was a big dude. After that, we had Liv Morgan versus Queen Zelina. We saw more of the breakdown between Zelina and her tag champion partner, Carmella. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, uh, uh, and in fact, there was a promo to sort of uh, kick this off was sort of earlier in the day where uh, Zelina tells Carmella that, you know, ever since you started that reality show of yours, you've been distracted. You need to start worrying about our match at WrestleMania. Uh, So during this match, Liv is about to hit a stomp on Vega. Carmella gets on the apron to distract her. Vega hits Liv with a powerbomb. Rhea then goes after Carmella, who jumps into Corey's arms at commentary 
and then Liv hit Zelina with an oblivion for the win. Mm-hmm. And she was given some 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 death stares over to Carmella, who's yeah. in Corey's lap. Yeah, she was not happy. Nope. Uh, then as Rhea and Liv were leaving the ring, actually I think they were still in the ring, Seth Rollins comes down. Mm-hmm. Go to commercial, come back, get a promo with him. He says, uh, I got a plan to get myself to WrestleMania with less than three weeks to go. I thought all hope was lost. But then Kevin Owens reminded me who I am. I'm a visionary, a revolutionary, Seth freaking Rollins, and I have a plan, but I want to share this excitement with my best friend, Kevin Owens, so come on out. So Kevin Owens comes to the ring, and Seth says, Kevin, you have a talk show, and your guest at WrestleMania is going to be Stone Cold. Well, what if I also had a talk show? And he starts kind of like spitballing names for it, and he goes, oh, I could I bring back the Rollins report. And what if my guest was Stone Cold Steve Austin? And Kevin Owens says, no, Stone Cold is my desk, my guest. I have the talk show on Mania. This is nonsense. It's not a good plan. Stone Cold's coming after me. You, you need to think of something different. And Seth says, okay, you're right. There, can, there can't be two talk shows at Mania. There can only be one. So here's what we'll do. We'll have a match tonight, and the winner gets the talk show at WrestleMania. And Kevin Owens says, no, I had this idea first. Why are you doing this to me? Austin is my guest. And he says to Seth, get your own idea. And they're like both arguing about how much they need to be at WrestleMania. And KO says, Seth, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. So and just, then Sonya yeah. Deville comes out to the ramp. And she's like, no, nah, I kind of like your idea, Seth. And we hadn't scheduled a main event, so we're just going to do that now. Yeah. Now you're the main event. And if Seth wins, he's going to replace Kevin Owens at Mania. They should have cut to another, like very quickly to another promo from Austin. Well-filmed you know, a uh, uh, lovely uh, photography. Oh, here. they got the drone out and everything. He's yeah. like, damn Seth Rollins. I hear now you want a piece of the rattlesnake at WrestleMania. Why would you do that, Seth? And it's like, wait, how did he put this together so quickly? He's got a whole production team just right there at the just Brooklyn ready School to go. Ranch, apparently. Watching every moment. Apparently. Um, the Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, yeah, after that, we had uh, Kevin Owens and Sonya backstage, and he's like, why would you do this? She said, he says, Stone Cold's coming after me. It was my idea. Why are you encouraging other people to steal my ideas? She just sort of brushes them off. Yeah. Then we get Ray and Don Mysterio versus Hurt Business. Uh, the Miz and Logan Paul come out to join commentary. Uh, finish of this, uh, saw Ray and Dom hit a double 619 on Cedric. Ray then takes out Shelton with the clothesline off the apron on the floor. Dom hits Cedric with a frog splash to get his team the win. Then Miz and Logan Paul hit the ring to attack Ray and Dom after the bell. Miz is looking for a skull-crushing finale on Ray. Ray escapes that, sends Miz out of the ring, and then Dom and Ray surround Logan. They set him up for a 619. 
Miz pulls him out. I appreciate that they asked Logan and uh, and and Miz about the miss the miss the misunderstanding last week. Mm-hmm. You know, Logan Paul says, "Well, you know what? Friends don't always have to agree, but you know that doesn't make us not friends anymore." Yeah, I still have his uh, back. Yeah, and they asked, "What do you think, Jacksonville?" And they both laughed it off as being shitty. Yeah. Oh man! After that, we had Edge emergent Blue, Blue Edge Blue Edge Blue Edge Discord Edge Blockchain Edge. Uh, he's got that new song from Alter Bridge. I don't usually like this kind of shit in my normal day to day. Like I wouldn't listen to this in, into the in the car. But as far as wrestling themes are concerned, sometimes shitty music works really, really well. And in this case, the shitty Alter Bridge song works really, really well for Edge. Uh, so he comes out. He says, "I'm the benchmark of the dab." E. He says, "My synapses." I've mentioned this before. I'm going to say it again because it's a great one. He says, "My synapses have been firing so fast." Took me two weeks to figure out the code of what I've actually become, and it's all of our capability of understanding. He says, I'll put this in terms we can understand. I am better than everyone. I am better than everyone in this industry, in this building, everywhere. He says, but since I came back two years ago, I haven't shown that aptitude because the edge that came back to appease the fans was weak, and and I realized the fans don't matter to me. He says, in trying to appease the fans, I took my eye off the prize, allowing a man like Orton to tear my triceps from the bone, allowing Seth Rollins to cost me the universal title and walk into my home and piss all over my territory. He says, allowing the Aquaman cosplayer Roman Reigns. It's not Roman's fault that he looks almost exactly like Jason Momoa. He says, to stack, pin him at Mania, and if uh, uh, if Edge faces AJ at Mania, if that edge, edge, if that edge, that same edge. Sorry. If that edge faced AJ at Mania, then AJ would leave that edge in the dust. But that edge is dead. Enter Edge Emergent. He says, now I'm perched on my mountain of omnipotence, looking down at everyone. Kneel before Edge. That's what he should take inspiration from fucking Zod. That'd be interesting. He should come out with like the, the black... Sort of, it wasn't silk, but it was just very light cloth, and he's got like the low chest the, line right the, there. The patent leather boots. Who would be his non? You know, there's, there's, I'm not gonna say similarities between what he's doing and what Joe Gacy is doing. Oh, Harlan, yeah. Harlan, Harlan. <laughs> what about his Ursa? Oh man. Uh, Turn Raquel Gonzalez heel. All right. And she could be Ursa. <laughs> yeah, Veer is non. <laughs> uh, so anyways, he says, uh, now that he's perched on, yeah, I said that. He says, I won't be judged by the fans. I won't be judged by anybody in the locker room, and I won't be judged by AJ Styles. He says, I will pass the verdicts around from here on out. He says, so if AJ, if you make it to Mania with two generational talents facing off for the first time on the grandest stage of them all, you will be judged. Take me to the mayor of Planet Houston. Neil. Tells AJ to kneel. Neil. Neil. Before AJ does. (laughs) And then he takes his hand, he squeezes it. Squeezes it. And Edge goes, ah! (laughs) And AJ picks him up and throws him out of the ring. (laughs) Just Superman (laughs) 2. Just Superman 2. Uh, Let me get a Bianca Belair promo. She's asked uh, if she considers her braid an advantage. He says it is an advantage, but it's also a disadvantage. He says, I've used my hair to whip some sense into Becky, but that was only after Becky wrapped my hair around the ropes first. I stay true to who I am. And that's the weapon that Becky is actually afraid of. She says that uh, Raw has been peaceful. 
since she cracked Becky in her throat and stopped her from talking all the time. She says, so tonight I'm going to use that to my advantage and focus on my appointment and use Dewdrop to give Becky a preview of what's about to happen in a few weeks at WrestleMania. And if Becky can't talk right now, just wait till the EST shuts her up for good at WrestleMania. And we get another really killer vignette for Veer, who still is coming. Still coming. Yeah. After that, we had yet another Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop match. They got good chemistry. They do. So you put them in there together, and they'll put on a good match. For the 13th time in a month. Uh, before that, we had a, a Nikki A.S.H. Because now she's aligned with uh, with Dewdrop. Mm-hmm. She says, real heroes fight fair and they don't use illegal objects to win matches. So we're going to be rooting for Becky at Mania because they're talking about uh, Bianca's hair. Yeah. And Dewdrop says, that's right. And Bianca tries to use her hair against me. I'm going to rip the braid out of Bianca's scalp with my bare hands. Yeesh, with my bare hands. That That's rough. That's pretty, that's pretty um, rough, yeah. Yeah, so this is another fun match, it man, is. between these two. I'm always down for a fun match. Just I wish they'd space them out with like other matches. Um, uh, Bianca ends up hitting a, a dew drop with a pretty impressive spine buster. And then, of course, a KOD for the win. Becky pulls Bianca out of the ring by her braid after that. Throws her into the ring step, slams her head in the commentary table, rams her head into a chair, wraps the chair around Bianca's neck, and then yanks Bianca into a ring post by her braid. It was a vicious attack. It was. They brought people down to tend to Bianca and all that kind of stuff. And Becky was wearing like golden AJ outfit. It was great. It was pretty great. It was pretty great. Uh, then we had uh, RK Bros Championship Celebration. Yeah, Riddle Bro. starts says, I feel like I'm in a time vortex. I keep playing the events the last week in my head over and over. Uh, and they did it. They're going to WrestleMania. And Orton says, Riddle, you're damn right. Earlier today, he said, I was doing some math in the locker room. It's going to be Randy Orton's 18th WrestleMania. That's nuts. It is pretty crazy. He looks like, yeah, he looks like he's still like 30 years I old. I know. Dude. And he thinks the 18th is going to be the sweetest because he's never gone to WrestleMania as tag champion. He's never had a tag partner or a friend like Riddle. He says Riddle's had his back since day one. And he never doubted how successful they'd be. And he wants to thank Riddle for that. Gives him a hug. This is the last time they won the titles. Riddle, you threw a party for us. So I took it upon myself to return the favor. He says, party planning, as you can see, isn't exactly my thing, but I tried my best. And Riddle says, nah, this is the greatest night of my career. Tells Orton uh, that he's the best. He says, oh, you got balloons, and you got popcorn, and soda, and you got bubble gum. And Orton says, but we're going to share this the gum and the last gift I got you. So Riddle holds up. A green bag. And Orton says, I searched high and low for that. It's weed. Before we find out for sure what's inside there, Street Profits interrupt. They come to the ring. And by the way, we forgot to mention the the whole, you know, Randy did do his best, but he did a god-awful job. Yeah. Like the popcorn he got from the from uh, got concessions, from concessions and all, like all just like tipped over. There's and a stuff. tablecloth on the tables. It looks like RK Bro is written in by with the sharpie by hand on it. But much about my you know to my point about Blue Edge, it's the effort that matters, man. You know he really did try. He did try. So Street Profits interrupt. Uh, Ford says, "Hey, we're just here to congratulate you on winning the tag titles." And Riddle's like, "Oh." Cool, I didn't know, Randy, you invited the Street Profits? And Ford says, no, we're not here to party. We're here about business. We pinned RK Bro a couple weeks ago, and seeing as now that you're tag champs, we figured we'd challenge you to a match at WrestleMania. And Orton asks if, uh, if the Pro- Profits knew how what they had to go through to get those 
titles back. They had to jump through every hurdle to get him. Heck, they had to win a spelling bee. He says the Prophets can't just win a match and expect to be next in line. Thanks for coming. Have some popcorn, but the answer is no. So Dawkins says to Riddle. Well, so Riddle says uh, to the Street Prophets, he just says, bro. And Dawkins says, hey, when it comes to those titles, we're not bros. Uh, Ford says he doesn't know if Randy misunderstood him, but you owe us a match. He says, we're past asking for opportunities. We're telling you, we're facing you at WrestleMania. And Orton says, no one has told me what to do in this ring, not Vince McMahon, not Triple H, not The Undertaker. No one has ever told me what to do in this ring, and Street Profits aren't going to do it either. So he tells him to leave. Otherwise, he says, I'm going to listen to the voices in my head and, uh, and make you leave. So Orton steps, or sorry, Riddle steps between Orton and the Street Profits. He says, hey, the Street Profits are making some good points. we got to face somebody at Mania. It's the right thing to do. So they step aside to discuss for a little bit, and eventually they come back, and Orton says, you know, you're lucky that Riddle is cool. We're going to accept your challenge. So Ford says, hey, they appreciate uh, Riddle talking some sense into Randy Orton. I mean, next time we come to Jacksonville, we'll show them how to throw a party. That's not ass. No, hey And so Riddle says, hey, don't disrespect Randy. He worked hard on this party. I thought we were cool, but now I don't want to wait till WrestleMania. And Dawkins is like, oh, you want to have a match with Montez now? You got it. So that match mm-hmm. happened next. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we had Riddle versus uh, Montez Ford next. Uh, this is good stuff. However, uh, uh, we had a Riddle hitting uh Ford with an RKO but he had a hard time making the cover because he was so beat up and at that point Otis comes to ringside lays out Randy Gable comes over Rams Dawkins into the ring post Riddle looks for uh, a drop kick on Otis but instead he like through the ropes he catches it and he slams Riddle into the barricade so we get a DQ uh Alpha Academy hits their finish on Dawkins Otis drops a Vader bomb on Montez Ford and Gable follows with a moonsault and they stand tall here. So it seems like this is going to be a triple threat tag match. That way. Um, unless one of these teams is going to be on the outside looking in uh, come WrestleMania, if they're going to have a number one contender thing, but I kind of doubt that I feel like yeah. all, all those, those two teams deserve to be on Absolutely. the main card Absolutely. at WrestleMania. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next we got a, a, a really well done Scott Hall Memorial. Man, Corey Tribute. was was crying yeah, at the, was. the intro for this. He yeah, was. that was that was rough to see. He was. I know, like Scott Hall had been at the Performance Center a lot, like over the past god yeah. ten years, probably. Yeah. And it wouldn't shock me if Corey, you know, maybe ran into him a couple times. You know, I mean, by all accounts, it seems like Scott Hall was was always very approachable. Mm, yeah, would even approach talent to give yeah. them some insight to critique their matches, give them some advice, right. help them out in various ways. So. Yeah, it would not be surprising if if uh, if their paths had crossed. Yeah. Uh, After that, we had a Seth Rollins interview. He says, tonight is the night. He says, uh, he was once lost, but now he's found. So I've learned something through this whole ordeal. Not only do I, do I need WrestleMania, but WrestleMania needs Seth Rollins. And I'm about to punch my ticket right now. We had that main event. And as you'd imagine, it was a really, was really, really terrific good. match between these two. And it uh, uh, finished with... Um, <clears throat> Uh, the, so, uh, Seth got a roll up on cause Kevin Owens was looking for a stunner. Seth evaded that he rolls up Kevin Owens. Well, the ref was really slow to get over there and count. Yeah. So Kevin Owens kicks out at two. Seth starts arguing for the, with the ref. He takes too long doing that while Kevin Owens is down. 
comes back over, looks for a stomp, but Kevin Owens gets out of the way and then hits a stunner and gets the win. And Seth Rollins is just left there staring at the WrestleMania sign mm-hmm. as we go out. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I have a thread right here on the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, quick shout out. We've got a couple new patrons here. Al Pal and Antoine Daniels. Thank you very thank you much, so much, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. For your support. We appreciate it. You guys get two, no, three bonus episodes every week. Mm-hmm. If you include our GTA of course. Uh, uh, games uh, on, uh, on Friday. Uh, you guys get access to the weekly newsletter, The Kip Up. If you miss out on any of our shows, on any of the wrestling through the week, you can keep up with wrestling with The Kip Up every single week, every single Friday. All the news with our commentary, all the must-see matches, all the match results from the week, mm-hmm. and more there in The Kip Up. So be sure to check that out. First up... <clears throat> Uh, David Matushek, considering that Alter Bridge did Edge's new song, what other band should accompany the same wrestler they are known for, and what song should they provide? Uh, whoever does Cody's theme should do Cody's theme. Uh, Downstate. In, in perpetuity. Yeah. Downstate. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Without um, a doubt. Are there any other uh, Living Color songs that could do more CM Punk stuff? I don't really know any of the other songs they have. Yeah, I don't Actually, know. Actually, that's them. not true. I think there was like one other that was kind of popular. Yeah, no, I I I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor Pete here with the sub uh, also says uh, mentions again Seth's vision has become a nightmare. One of the other references to Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Whitehouse asks, "Where do we see a Moss six months from now?" imagine probably still squashing people yeah like like you know undercard people um i don't see him in being too much of a different spot than he is now but at some point they gotta have him do something man. i know i know they gotta start having him do not just uh squashes but start doing cool stuff follow the Braun Strowman approach to booking uh with amos have him do cool mm-hmm. stuff have him turn over yeah. an ambulance you know yeah That'll get him over. Uh, Moses supposes says uh, with Scott Hall being the person who first kept Steve into wrestling, who is it for Larson? Uh, well, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash got me back into it, but uh, back when I first started watching, yeah, who stood out? Because you said that didn't you, like the first thing you did was like get a VHS tape of Mania Three, right? It was Mania One. It wasn't the first. Oh, thing. It was Mania the, One. The, 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 I remember flipping through the channels and coming across USA Network that was showing. WF programming. Um, but yeah, seeing the box for Mania 1 at the video store with Mr. Mm-hmm. T and, and Hogan on the cover. Do you remember how compelled you were by that? Like, because you took it home and watched it, right? Yeah, at that point, I had been watching it on TV for a little bit. Like, okay. on Saturdays, I'd kind of, oh, it's, you know, what, 11 o'clock, whatever time it was. Because Mania 1 is such like a, I mean, it's just, it's like an MSG house show. It's so, like, bare bones. I know, I know. Yeah. But at the same time, like, that was a world that I had no knowledge <laughs> Up, you mm-hmm. know, so yeah. even then it was, it was, it was, it was pretty engrossing, even as bare bones so is what it was. That was Mania One was 85. Mm-hmm. What year do you think you started watching on USA? Like, what, like, was it like, was Mania Three already a thing? Was Mania Two already a thing? I, f- 
It was probably at some point in 85. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, because WrestleMania happened in 85, and I'm sure several months later is when they, they released it on Yeah, VHS, right, you know? right, right. Yeah, it took a while back then. They had to do stuff. So, uh, and I, you know, let's... I had the giant toys and all that, and the, mm-hmm. and the thumb wrestlers. I had all that stuff. Uh, Jordan Snipes, uh, the fuck wrestling universe has merged with our own. Oh, dear. Oh, Which team has a better chance of dethroning the bloodline? Congress under Mecha Santa or Top Notch Super Team? I feel like Top Notch Super Team, what, like, Congress under Mecha Santa was much like the veer of, it took him forever to actually get there. Yeah, so Top Notch Super Team was Fun Hoss. Mm-hmm. It was Captain Fun Wrestling, of course, Top Notch Super Best. Mm-hmm. I'll give the edge I don't, to them. Yeah, I pro- yeah, you know, I can be objective about this. Yeah, it, it it would be a different story if, as Mr. Sinister says, that we're talking about the golden powers. Yeah. The golden powers were the shit. I mean, also at the time, you had at Top Notch Super Team at full strength. You had you had a Top Notch with the H title. Mm-hmm. You had yeah. uh, Fun Hoss with the Fun title. And yeah. then Captain Fun Wrestling, I believe, was, was Larson Libre champ. Yeah, right, yeah. It's a very decorated, right dominant there. team. Yeah, but I mean, it's again, it's like fun wrestling was like a developmental type situation. Xavier Grace says, what do you think is the worst kind of punishment? Wasting three hours of your life watching Monday Night Raw or watching the new Scream movie for two hours with nothing new or exciting happening? What's the worst? At least the Scream movie doesn't have like, well, if you're just watching on streaming, it theoretically shouldn't have commercials or recaps of what happened earlier in Scream movie. That's true. But also, you know, you could always, if you're recording raw, you can always fast forward through. It depends on the viewing experience. Yeah, right. What that's all about. Uh, I'm just trying to do something with the sub. Says, hey, yo, friendos. Uh, Wizard of Smoke says, do you think that wrestling slash sports entertainment is getting oversaturated with speculation, hurting the product, and that it's setting up fans to be disappointed? For instance, a lot of fans were set up to believe Cody would be at Raw due to it being in Jacksonville. There was zero fat going into the show, causing a lot of negative pushback on it. Rather, the criticism going to it being a bland show of repeat matches and horrible WrestleMania build. I don't know, man. I think everybody just sort of takes what they, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, people complain. They just complain about shit. Um, it, it, it'd be one thing if, if WWE literally advertised Cody to be there and then he didn't, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just speculation. When is he going to show up? Well, he didn't. Yep. Keep you, keeps you tuned in. You know, who's to say maybe WWE behind the scenes will kind of foster that to get people to tune in because, you know, yeah. evidently people are paying attention to Raw to see if Cody does show up. Mm-hmm. I know last night before I started watching, I was refreshing <clears throat> Twitter at the end of the main event last night to see if he was going to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. Not, I don't know for sure if they did. This is speculation on my part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if they, 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 you know, got some information out there just to make it seem like, oh, there's a possibility that could happen. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know one way or the other if that's factual. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me, though. I mean, if if you find it ruining your experience and stop paying attention to, you know, the wrestling media, mm-hmm. because that might get your own expectations up. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Oh, this is interesting. Nikhil says, has the Cody stuff been the most vague and annoying info uh, news and info to cover for any for any wrestling podcast slash journalist 
He says, nobody really knows what is happening. I mean, in terms of the most vague and annoying, I don't know. It's, I don't find anything annoying about it. No. It is It is what it is. It's, it's semi-interesting to me because it, it'll be interesting to see if it does happen, when it does happen, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, but no, I don't know. It hasn't been. I, I'm trying to think of something that would be more. Like, honestly, what, what's more. Well, I mean, you know, obviously releases are very deflating. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the at the end of the day, like a dude showing up for wrestling is not an annoy. It's like it's not. No, it's it is what it is. Yeah, I, I it's whenever it's something that makes me question watching WWE when it's real life business stuff. That you know bugs me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. It says Power Rank other wrestling talk show hosts that Kevin Owens should defend his spot against leading to Mania or just have a gauntlet match at WrestleMania leading up to KO show. You have uh, Miz. Um, Edge, Edge, Christian, bring back, bring back Jericho, bring back Christian, Jericho, uh, uh, Beefcake, yeah, yeah, the barbershop, yeah, uh, MVP, yeah, yeah, oh Bailey, absolutely, yeah. yeah, that's a good one, Alexa Bliss, yeah, wow, they've had a lot of talk <clears throat> shows, a lot of talk shows, a lot of talk way shows. too many talk shows, way too many shows. Did Shawn Michaels have a talk show? Yeah, it's like the really? Heartbreak Lounge, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, way back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Ambrose. Ambrose. <laughs> Ambrose had his the Ambrose Asylum. Line. Yeah, with Mitch the Potted Plant. That's right. Um, let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster says, Larson, how long will will your speech be if you were to induct Sid into the Hall of Fame? You know what? I would just do as much research as I could about whether he shit his pants at WrestleMania 13, yeah. and just give people a conclusive answer. Oh wow! And and say, despite that. He still managed to main event WrestleMania against The Undertaker. Yeah. And that's an impressive feat to do when you soiled your pants. Yeah. So hats off to Sid on a great career and, yeah. and doing some of it with, with poo poo in his pants. That's good. With the dude. Because if oh I had my pooped God. my pants during the match, I was like, all right, sorry. Yeah. Get counted I'd, out. I'd, hold, <laughs> hold, back, I'd clean hold myself my, up. Hold my back end. Yeah. yeah. And then I'd <laughs> hold my back end. Yeah. Put my hand back there like that. Right. Do the, <laughs> do the Paul out. Pierce and act like I'm hurt and call for the wheelchair. <laughs> oh my knee, my knee! Come here, I can't, I can't. <laughs> hey, I shit myself. <laughs> what? I shit myself. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Mark Sullivan says, given that Rollins still has, it still does not have an opponent for WrestleMania lined up. What would you think of the possibility of a match against Grayson Waller? Don't like it. Not going to happen. It's either it's either Cody or it's Kevin Owens. Yeah, Jorge D with Quantum Leap Technology. Both of you able to take over Seth and Kevin Owens to continue this feud. Who would be Kevin Owens, the person with the idea to interview Stone Cold? That'd be Steve. And who would be Seth, the person stealing the other person's idea? What would you guys add to the feud? Seth, or sorry, you should be Kevin Owens because then when you actually do the KO show with Stone Cold, you just do your Stone Cold impression to him the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I'd uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say, what's going on, Steve Austin? This is your impersonator, Phil McDonald. What? I thought your I thought your name was Steve. Also, what? What? Now my name's Phil McDonald. I'm confused. So am I. Is that a shoot? What's the question? Oh, the persons who would be what would, what would we add to it? Oh, you know, Del Taco maybe. Oh yeah, 
It sounds it'd good. It'd be a, a chicken soft taco eating contest determined who gets the talk show spot. It'd be a, we'd add a nap to it. It'd be nap time. Yeah. And me, you, Stone Cold, we'd all take a nap together. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's a, there's a darkened room over there. Back when I did the graveyard shift at Washington Mutual, the old bank. Yeah. It was like in a big tele center, conference center thing. Uh, and like there was a darkened room and it was like for taking naps. Wow. And it honestly, it was like the closest I've ever come to like, it felt like an opium, what I like opium dens in yeah. the movies, you yeah, know, you yeah, go yeah, in yeah. and it's like, it's dark and there's like people. <sighs> wow. People trying to wake up, people trying to sleep. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, join us uh, tomorrow for our NXT review. You should come over instead tomorrow again. That was fun last week. That was fun. Yeah, We still have to review NXT, though. Yeah. Well, did we do that on AEW? It was fine last time. We did it quick like. Uh, anyways, we'll figure it out. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.